this Monday night football prop bets and week eight recap edition of the sports gambling podcast is presented by mybookie.ag. My bookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit bonus on your first match. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Over to acepread.com slash SGP. That's acepread.com slash SGP. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money greens. My partner in picks Ryan real money. Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Big up Sean, big ups, big Sunday, 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 Sunday. I am tired as fuck right now, but I'm bringing the energy because my bank account is flush. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, holy I'm, shit! I'm exhausted from a uh, a crazy week eight, but uh, man, I'm looking at our numbers right here, neck and neck. Ryan going into the Monday night game, I'm nine and four against the spread. You're nine and four against the spread. You hit your lock. Hello. I hit my lock. Hello. You hit your money line dog. Hello. I hit my money line dog. <laughs> and I of course parlayed the money line dogs, Miami and Denver. Yes, please. Plus 500. Well, I Very- gave that out, Sean, as a parlay on let it ride. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to the debut episode, yes, the, the content might be a little stale because we are picking games from the weekend, but you would a hear me give out a money line, a sweet, sweet money line parlay of Denver and Miami. You'd also hear me kick Colby's fucking ass. <laughs> you don't have a problem. No need to feel lonely. Everyone is family when it's DJs only making picks to get you off the night. It's time. I love the jingle. Jingle's awesome. Just had to drop it there. And uh, yeah, if you missed it on YouTube, still fun to check out Kramer and Colby went head to head and we're going to be getting uh, listeners, hosts of SGPN shows going head to head in a uh, fun little let it ride game show. Oh man. So much to get to Ryan. Let's do it. NFL week eight. I'm looking at our uh, circuit contest picks, Ryan. 26, 13, and 1 against the spread. Oh my God. Now imagine if you just went over to mybookie.ag and played all those bets, you'd be up a sizable amount right now. I'm exhausted. That Eagles game took a lot out of me. But you know what? I still have what it takes. I'm rocking the Reggie White jersey. 
play through the pain. Much like Reggie White, I'm bringing the heat. But yeah, dominating year so far in the NFL, picking games against the spread. Not to to my own horn, but my locks are hitting 75%, six and two against the spread. What more do you guys want? And all these picks, all these locks, they're completely free. And you know what else is free? A sweet, sweet deposit bonus over at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Head over to mybookie.ag. Get a sweet, sweet deposit bonus up to 50% of your initial deposit bonus. Promo code SGP. Where you can, of course, play, win, and last but not least, get paid. Uh, where Sean, do we start? Yes. Oh, uh, we, we're live on YouTube. You can, we're live on Twitch. Yeah. You're into that kind of thing. We're, a- I guess we'll answer questions if you got them. Yeah. Everyone will hey, do our best. Feel free to chime in over on the, uh, on the YouTubes and uh, make sure you check us out on, on Twitter at gambling podcast, do the live pregame show. That's where we specifically answer all the player. Uh, what player time, what time can people find the pregame show? Pregame show 9 a.m. East coast or West coast time. And uh, shout out to Trenton Spear checking in live on the YouTube. You guys were fire this week. We sure were. I know this is the post game show, yes. Sean, but let's not leave the pregame show yet because not only did we debut Kramer Centric's total of the week, which by the <laughs> way, you would have middled if you played the under early in the week, under 54, that's what it was in the Capper Cup. The over 49 I gave out Sunday morning. That's yep. why you got to play numbers, Sean. The best of the number got you to the like window. A also, handicapper. I debuted my, of course, everyone knows I am a kicking specialist. I debuted my kicking specialist angle of the pregame periscope. And what did I tell you to do? I said, go out and fade the long field goals in all four windy games. We went three and one. Kaching! I told you we would go three, one, three and one. I, I mean, at this point, Sean, if you're not smashing the subscribe button, yeah. you're not leaving. What are you? What are we doing? And again, appreciate everyone doing what they could to help us conquer the athletic football podcast. We did not do it. We're within. We were within nine spots, so may, there's still a chance. And again, this the 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 chase for the athletic podcast starts anew every every week here. And sometimes it's not about. A conquering the top of the mountain, metaphorically. Sometimes it's just about making your 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 presence felt. Yes. And now with the pressure on, let's see how the athletic podcast. You got to rattle their fucking cages under pressure because we are coming for them. Did you already mention the Capper Cup, Sean? Can we tell no. some more? Go for it. I, I mean, you mentioned the circuit contest, which I, I, we're we're doing fairly well. I mean, picking sixty-seven percent. Against the spread, I think I think that's good. I, I don't know. We'll have to ask the sharps because I don't oh think they did so well this weekend. Show. No sharp uh, slayers, but the Capper Cup, and, and once again, you can kind of see it. All these sharps dangling around the, the waters <laughs> of the Capper Cup. A couple of amateurs, a couple podcasts near the top, and and once again, Sean, we deliver with a four and one week. Doubled up on the Colts, got yep. that right. Well, let's get through it. Uh, Thursday night game, Carolina 17, Atlanta 25. Uh, I I don't know what to make of this game. I mean, we were both on the Panthers, but not a very exciting game. Big gas. That's, that's, that's how I felt about that game. I, that's exactly. If I don't puke on this show, it's going to be a miracle. Or maybe I will. <laughs> if I do puke, I will puke into the uh, yeah, puke into Dallas, the Dallas sucks jack o' lantern. 
it's, it's not because I'm that drunk. It's just been like a, in well, I, I drank a ton today, but I, I'm I'm no longer drunk. I'm just like already hitting the hangover thing mixed with the California burrito I put down. Uh, you know, a full tin of citrus skull, a <laughs> uh, bunch of Halloween candy, guacamole. It's all <laughs> kicking around the old stomach, and it's not good. Uh, I'm powering through. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do, Atlanta? Maybe they're a good team. No, no, no I mean, it, this team. was just like one of those games where Atlanta was due to finally not blow one of these games. We were on Carolina, assuming they would, and and they finally just didn't. What's the number, Sean? Seven and one, the underdog on. Yeah, under, dogs have been uh, barking hard on Thursday night, and uh, you know Teddy Bridgewater getting knocked out of the game that certainly didn't help there for a little bit, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm still I'm still looking to fade this Atlanta team and and Carolina. You know, frisky in certain yeah. spots. I think I nailed them when I said seven to nine this season. That feels where they're going to end up. Indy, Ryan, your lock of the week, forty-one to twenty-one over the Detroit Lions. Had some scary moments there. I think the Philip Rivers noodle arm is still something Very we should real. be factoring into our handicapping. We're, but we're gonna the, the Colts are going to be a tough team to play against teams that can can hit back. I yes. think. And, but the defense looked great. They were healthy. defense looked great, and Darius Leonard being back in that game. I mean, I, I think I nailed it. Like there, we were watching the game. Darius Leonard like starts walking up into the a gap. I'm like, oh, Darius Leonard yeah. is blitzing. This is going to be great. It makes this insanely athletic play where he like climbs over Stafford's <laughs> back and like pokes the ball out. I've never seen something <laughs> like that. Normally on a strip sack, it's like the guy's trying to throw, but like. Yeah. Stafford was like curled up and he still poked that ball out. Great play. And and that's kind of started the unraveling. Stafford also helped him out with the pick six, but still a little nervous about yeah. Indy overall. I, I would say a good, good start to the second half of their season. Yeah. Oakland 16 Brown six. You are the Raiders. I had the uh, Browns here. I mean, I don't know what do you really, this came down to the fact that uh when when Jarvis Landry didn't get that touchdown where they ruled it a touchdown, then overturned it because the ball hit the ground. Once that happened, it was like, all right, they're just not gonna get this going. Um Browns had only six drives all game versus the Raiders, the fewest in any game in the past thirty season. That's insane. And that's probably the story of the game. I mean, wind was insane. They just look like shit. I was surprised. I thought the wind would would affect the Raiders more than the Browns because of the Browns' running attack, but it yeah. just didn't show up. And again, this was a close your eye special. The value was on on the Raiders here after that kind of strange blowout where they were down four going into the fourth, got completely blown out in the fourth against those Bucks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was on it purely from like a market play, but it, it worked out. Yeah, I was just kind of going on the fact that the Raiders on the road. Baker kind of seemed to have a little bit of mojo going with some of his guys. The, the Harrison Bryant, the tight end, I fell in love with his fumble. That was that was brutal. Here's what we got. I think both of these teams aren't bad teams, and I think we have to start getting okay with the idea that the Raiders are an above average team that's just gonna look like shit sometimes when they go up in class, and they're gonna look pretty good when they maybe play teams on their level. Yeah, and and certainly the Browns still situationally valuable. They're not they're not the train wreck that they once were. Dolphins twenty eight, Rams seventeen. Uh, right, the the phone was just ringing off the hook. Because the guy who owns the majority of land on Jared Goff sucks <laughs> island, it was just it was just flying off the shelves. People were calling, "Can I still get in on the island? Is there still land for sale?" I, I'm sorry, people. I'm just I'm not selling right now. This this stock is just 
off the off the charts. And they did it without Tua. Tua didn't look very good. No, at No, Tua didn't look great at all. But man, it, this was just. I felt this whole weekend. I felt very proud about my ability to spot a good situation yeah. to fade because this team came out flat and it was just the classic, everything that could go wrong. You have return touchdowns, special teams. Everyone was getting involved and we were, as we're watching the game, I think very early in the game, I said, I hate that we have, we have our money. And I took my dog with Miami. And from that point, they just unleashed a barrage of bullshit, just bullshit, random situational stuff on this Rams team. And we were just in the, in the studio, daring them to let Jared Goff throw. And they did, they fell into the trap. Sean McVay strangely got out coached in this game. Yeah. And they kept showing the, By a mile. the, um, the dolphin sideline temperature and then the Rams oh, oh, sideline temperature. And it was just a crazy difference. We always talk about these home dogs in Florida in, in a month where you don't think you're going to be facing heat. And it really does make a difference, especially in the second half, but really special it was like a, teams. a 60 degree difference. It was like one thirty and 70 or something like that. It yeah. Was pretty it, it was insane anyway, but just, but, you know, another week, another dog, Sean, I, 50% of my dogs this year. That's a good when, percent. So do the math. We know it's plus odds. That's that's a hell of a way to win some money. Well, and the the Rams actually outgained the Dolphins four seventy one to one forty five. They had thirty one first downs to the Dolphins eight, and they never felt like they were into the game in the game after that. You know, once that once the once the Dolphins tied it up, they were just it was kind of game on for the Dolphins. Yeah, not much to add there other than. I think that that's something I would point out next week when we're talking about the Dolphins. Yeah. Rams, of course, on by. Buffalo, or sorry, Green Bay, twenty-two. Vikings, twenty-eight. We had a Packers minus seven. Only pick we got wrong in the circuit contest. I, I thought Aaron Rodgers would be able to pass on this Vikings defense, and they they even lost guys in the game, Losers. starting a bunch of rookies, and he just couldn't get it done. But really. It was about Green Bay's defense. Like Dalvin Cook just ran all over this fucking team. I, it's insane. I, I, I thought they'd be able to just. I thought they'd realize like, hey, load the box and just for for uh, force Kirk Cousins to beat you, but they just couldn't get it done. I feel like every time we watch a team not force Kirk Cousins to beat you, to beat them, we're we're flabbergasted. But even before the 10 a.m. game started, Sean, I said, "How many shares of Dalvin Cook do you have today?" Because goddamn, that matchup is juicy. Yeah, and I, we, I had one share, you had zero shares, and he just proceeded to roll off a classic Dalvin Cook game. It, it you know what? In hindsight, this is the one that I, I I'm not mad that I was on the Packers because I would probably do it again. But I, and that situation with the defensive backs, like, how did that turn out okay for the Vikings? Extra time for Zimmer, perhaps, but I, I probably wouldn't have been so bullish on the. I probably, I, 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 in hindsight, divisional game. This is like a Super Bowl for the Vikings. This is the the division rivalry. Well, yeah, game. and and we've seen teams coming out flat off the bye, but now we see some teams coming out good. Like this the Vikings, week, three and one against the spread. The, the the Ravens were the only team to to fall flat there. Buffalo twenty four. Patriots twenty one. Sham Newton. Although you had, we picked it at Patriots three and a half. Yep. So. You had it correct. I lost on the Bills there. Ah, Told you, Sham Newton though. Told I mean, you Vegas knew something. I mean that line felt about right. Bills feel a bit fraudulent, Fishy. maybe a little too high on the Bills, but this, I, I'm just, I, I felt fine 
losing on the bills at three and a half, because I I'm just not going to back this Patriots team with sham Newton. Yeah. And someone had a, uh, a tweet I saw online where they went, wow. It, the uh, Cam Newton sign winning from what going from evil genius to tank job pretty quick. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's sure the roster, the roster's kind of, kind of fucked up and all that good stuff. But this, this is team is, I mean, three in a row for Bill Belichick, uh, but that close your eyes special, Sean, another cash came through on the back door. Came through, uh, came through the back door. In, in a weird way, this game was never going to be anything other than a three-point game. As well, we yeah, once the, once the weather and and it started getting ugly, but Kansas City thirty-five, Jets nine. The Jets' highest-played player on the field was a Le'Veon Bell, and he was of course playing for the Chiefs. I mean, uh, what do you, what do so you say great. about this game? We were both on the uh, Chiefs, as you should have been. <laughs> Covered and uh, is there uh, any reason to not fade the Cowboys and Jets until something changes? No, right? Jets one and seven, Cowboys zero and eight. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, Hardman hilariously had a big game. Finally, uh, I'd been going on him all all year. I finally gave him up. He pops his head up. Nothing to add here, other than it, it seemed like for a little while the Jets were being scrappy, but of course, in a, in classic Jet fashion, they find a way to not cover down the stretch. Well, and yeah, I mean, they didn't cover by six. So yeah, they were in the mix though. Not a, not a close your eyes special, but it was sitting on uh, it was (laughs) sitting on 19 there. And I was like, wow, how did Vegas nail this so perfectly? (laughs) This was a great game. Ravens 24 Pittsburgh, 28, Ryan. I think you have it a little backwards here on the sheet. My bad. Trying to give yourself another win there. I had the Steelers plus four. You had the Ravens minus four. Love the Steelers. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Fuck, I was wrong. Uh, and uh, you know, I had some uh, Steelers money line parlayed with the Dolphins. That was a nice five to one cash. The Steelers team, man. They just don't fuck around. And to me, it's about Lamar Jackson. The guy keeps coming up small. The same reason I bet on the yeah. Titans in the playoffs is the same reason I bet on the Steelers team, like a situationally Ravens off the bye, yada, yada. And, and I like the fact that these matchups are always close or for the most part, it feels like a three or four point game. So why not take the undefeated team getting four points? Little nugget, Ryan, I was, I was taking my, uh, my, took my dog to a dog cafe. It's a coffee shop where they let dogs run around and uh, hanging out there, drinking a cup of coffee. Uh, letting the dog run around, enjoy himself in the dog cafe, and I see another gentleman wearing a raven, wearing some Ravens gear. I'm like, oh, I can actually talk to this guy about non, uh, you know, real, uh, real guy shit. I'm like, oh, Ravens fan, uh, you must be a huge Lamar Jackson fan. He goes, ah. I'm like, what? I'm like Lamar Jackson MVP? Like the guy's coming off. This is a few weeks ago. I'm like, yeah. it's coming off a huge year. And he's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm like, really? And he's like, I'm a huge Ravens fan. I was like, oh, I thought you'd be like chomping at the bit about how awesome Lamar Jackson is. And he's like, you know, he always, he's just not quite there yet. And he kind of plays down to his competition. And you saw that today. They asked Mike Tomlin on Lamar Jackson if he's surprised that the Steelers were able to force him into two interceptions and a fumble. Quote Mike Tomlin, you know, we've got respect for him, but we don't fear him. So we're not surprised by anything that transpires. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're scared of a uh, Lamar like some people are. And 
Ravens right now seem to be the team that dominates shitty teams, but can't get it done against good teams. The gatekeeper. I, I mean, it, it's an interesting position this year with the way that the playoffs are going to pan out. They're definitely not in contention for the one seed anymore. And as we get down the stretch, I guess I'll, I'll be, I'll be interested to see how this rushing offense looks down the stretch as, uh, as, as shit gets cold and, and as teams start to get banged up Bengals 31 Titans 20. I had the Bengals <laughs> plus six. Should have went money line. They won thirty-one to twenty outright against the Titans. You had the Titans, Ryan. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't really think they were going to win, so I didn't have any anything of them on the money line. But uh, man, this is this was an interesting stat that jumped out at me about this game for the first time in Derrick Henry's NFL career. The Titans lose despite Derrick Henry running for a hundred plus yards. I think that's the first time that's happened for them. Uh, it was a weird game, right? Tannehill, some turnovers down in the red zone. It, it was the classic game where I'm guessing if we looked at the box score, we would say, "Wow, Tennessee wins this game more than they lose this game." So uh, I, I don't. I to me, it was like a classic home dog. Like they just they played hard at home. Burrow's able to move the ball, and the Titans just don't have a defense. They just don't. Uh, yeah, you're right. No, I'm just. I'm, I guess maybe commenting that the Bengals' defense made some critical plays. Yeah, turnovers. The key there, and uh, Joey yep. B getting a win and a cover. Titans almost a hundred yards more, a hundred total yards more. So n- seven point four yards per play as compared to five point three. So certainly, um, again, this t- this Titans team, they're they're when when they're <laughs> they're unlucky and then they're lucky, and it's just it's so hard to get a read on this this team. Denver thirty one, Chargers thirty. Poor San Diego oh, no. Superchargers. Oh no. Man, it was just tough watching this game because I had that parlay. <laughs> Me uh, and Sean are both trying our best to not proactively root for the Broncos. And I then, don't want to be and rude. And then Philip Lindsay busts through, and I just go, "Fuck yeah!" Sorry, Decker. <laughs> <laughs> then Decker was in the can when uh, I think Judy oh, had his one touchdown, oh, or he disappears to go. They score the, the drive ends. They get a field goal or whatever. And then Denver immediately just drives down the field and gets a touchdown. He comes back into the garage to watch the extra point. And just goes, oh, "Wow, that oh, was that, quick! Oh, that was quick!" <laughs> and you can uh, see, and was, you could in t- his head, it was happening when, when the when Denver got inside the thirty there on that last drive. He just had his heads down, head down. Chargers have blown sixteen point leads in four straight games. Here are some uh, uh, some of the ones they've had overall that they've just blown. They were up seventeen to six versus the Chiefs, which okay, I get that. Twenty four to seven versus the Bucks. I mean, you forget they were they were winning that yeah. game in Tampa Bay. Like now, Tampa's emerged as like the best team in the NFC, and they were beating them handily. That per- perhaps that comeback is what the Bucks needed. Twenty to three versus the Saints. Oh. How do you blow that? Twenty four to three versus the Broncos. Lost in all these games, and some of these are good teams. You know, yeah. And Ryan, you know, we were talking about it. You go, uh, you know, no one wants to see this Chargers team in the playoffs, and I just laughed. I'm like, dude, <laughs> and you you rattle out the schedule like they got the de- they got yeah. Broncos, whatever. And no, I mean uh, they got to win games at some point. I, we saw the key. we saw the official statement from Superfan Justin Decker. He's calling for Lynn, and he's a reasonable Chargers fan, so you know it's bad times yeah. for him. Bears twenty three, Saints twenty six. Bears covered the number plus four and a half. Glad. God. Glad I didn't throw them in my dog. So close. Stewie T checking in on YouTube. It's way too late on the East Coast. Kind of drunk. Welcome 
we're also kind of drunk walking through this. Uh, yeah. This crazy week eight. God damn this bears team. I mean, I wanted them to win. I, I threw a couple bucks on them live uh, to get this W, but man, Nick Foles can't get rid of the ball, but really I, I'm still blaming Nagy the most like the yeah, play calling for Nagy is just horrific. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You can even see it in Nick Foles' eyes. He's pissed off. He's annoyed. He's like trying to get them to run the hurry up. He he got that deep ball to Mooney and, and maybe I just need to know when to quit him, but I love them as <laughs> getting those points. Maybe that, yeah, maybe we do need to quit him. But uh, again, covered the spread. Uh, the, you know, b- at a bit of a heater right now, Sean. Yes. Speaking of other things, we're hot on right now. We had Kansas City in the Survivor. We've advanced oh, yes. again. Uh, a rate the, the raging majority pointing out that he, I think he's just patting himself on the back here. He's pointing out that he's got Chiefs, Steelers, Bucks, Seahawks, Ravens, and Packers left to play. Wow. Dude's playing chess. We're just playing checkers. Yeah, you know, move on to the next week in Survivor. That's all you gotta worry <laughs> One about. One week at a time, bro. That bears uh Javon Wims punching that dude in the wow. face. And uh we just retweeted someone broke down the whole thread because watching it live, you're like, what the hell? Why did this guy punch this dude? And there was a whole backstory where I guess earlier in the game, the the defensive back ripped Javon Wims' uh, mouth guard off. And then he didn't get a chance to retaliate. He sat on the bench for 10 minutes, finally got his chance and just punched him in the face. Well, I think he was initially trying to like take out his mouthpiece, but then he was just trying to knock it out. And uh, the guy who got punched by him said he punched like a female, <laughs> which is kind uh, of wait, that's we probably shouldn't be saying that, buddy. Well, kind of owning yourself there, admitting you got punched by a chick. So. Classless statement by a saint. Stewie T pointing out that he took uh, Eagles in the Survivor. Dangerous play there, Stewie. You know, there's a little bit where I was like, well, let's think about this. Sean will be really fired up for the podcast. That's good. Uh, half of the Circus Survivor will be out. That's that was my good. that was my saving grace. If the Eagles somehow were to blow this game, I'm like, well, gets me uh, considerably closer to winning a million dollars with well, Kramer and the Circus Survivor. We can drop another twenty twenty five percent if the Giants can upset the Bucks. That's what we'll fingers get crossed. To that. We'll get to that. Later. Even though I bet Tampa Bay uh, minus eleven, Seattle thirty seven, San Francisco twenty seven. Cutching my lock comes through. Fortunately, they waited until unlimited a little too deep into the game for Jimmy Garoppolo to dig a deep enough hole for Mullins not to be able to get out of it. Mullins is turning into like a Nick Foles super sub. He he came in and and was able to move the ball against Seattle's uh shitty secondary. Although there were moments where Seattle played pretty decent defense at least for them. Uh, you know but, what? But Russ and just cooking just cooking. I think we both had DK Metcalf in our uh, DraftKings lineup this week, and that was probably my best play of the week. Like he was just a man on a mission. You know that dude was just uh, two touchdowns, dominant performance. Yeah, no, nothing much to add other than Russ cooking. But I think we have to maybe be honest with ourselves, Sean, and, and maybe maybe this team is pretty flawed, and we can't just blindly take them every week. It seems to work most of the time for us, though. <laughs> They've been great against the spread. Trey Larson pointing out a question we ask ourselves all the time here on the podcast: Why do we still have guys punching other dudes with helmets on? It's a great question. Yeah. Again, if I was to get in an NFL fight or a football fight, which I've been involved in a couple, you just grab the face mask, drag them down, then start. You know, punching the underbelly. Like a lot of these guys don't wear rib pads unless you're, unless you're a quarterback. That's where you get yeah. some sweet shots in. 
Yeah, but yeah, which, punching a dude in uh, in the helmet. Speaking of which, that that scene after uh, Russ took that questionable late hit in the San Francisco. Oh, game, that was great. Whereas the the entire team came over and just took care of business. It was a, it was almost a badass move. Where normally, if you shy away from a fight, you're kind of a pussy. But Russell Wilson just like took a step back, and everyone on Seattle was like going all you getting all in the face of the forty yards. It was kind of like a badass move. Like, yeah, my boys will yeah. take care of this. I, it, was, it was like a ma- mafia move. Unlimited. Godfather yeah, like, steps back. You know, I'm I'm a capo. I'm a don. I'm not going to be involved with this bullshit. Not using my hands. Come on. The Philadelphia Eagles ride twenty three, Dallas nine. An ugly game, as predicted on the Dire Eagles podcast. I think I may have even uh, one of us. I I think on the podcast, the Eagles only podcast, threw out twenty four ten. So that wow. was right in line. Uh, just an ugly game. Once had some turnovers. Uh, the wind was getting involved with the deep ball. I kid you not, Sean. I w- as I was watching that game, kind of in the background, I was eating some dinner, doing some other things, grilling some steak, like a real man. I couldn't help but have the same feeling I had when I was as when we had Iowa State on Saturday against yeah. Les Miles. It didn't seem like the cover was going to get there. No, but I had faith that they were going to find a way. <laughs> and when that Eagle blitz up right up the middle and the ball the ball squirted out like a class in Berman, what? It's just like, oh, of course, of course, and of course they can't overturn the fact that he was down because. Nope. You can't really tell if he has possession. Yeah, it was just one of those plays where it's like, oh fuck yeah. Well, and and watching that play live, I didn't celebrate because I initially thought they were offsides. Now they showed the replay where Duke Riley clearly stopped uh, before crossing into the neutral zone. Did not go offsides. Yeah, I, look. If there's now, lo- now you can make an argument of whether or not he was down, but eh, shit's moving around there. They they replay it live. I, don't know. I mean, it didn't matter. The the Cowboys were playing with house money with some of the throws that Danucci was making. He had a <laughs> he would he would the, the the nose of the ball would point up a little bit, and he would throw these floaters that just it was almost like you wanted to tell him to grip the ball a little bit more towards the middle of the football. Like he was he was yeah. gripping it. He was like too juiced up. Well, and, and so they they were playing with house money. This team is absolute trash. I mean, just they got up. As high as they're gonna get up for a football game, the defense got up as high as they were gonna get up. They played a, for their standards, an amazing game, and they still fucking lost and they still didn't cover. How does Mike McCarthy keep Ryan? Breaking news: I'm now eight and zero against the spread, picking Cowboys' games this year. How do I do it? We both are. How do we do it, Ryan? Our system has finally come in. I mean, in fairness. If someone could like look, go back and, and, and look <laughs> since 2011 to see what the Cowboys ATS record is. I don't think it's that great, but um, our system of always fade. The Cowboys is really paying off in 2020. That's when we look year. back at all the horrible things that 2020 represents, it also could potentially represent the year that the Cowboys didn't cover a single fucking spread. Sean, <laughs> imagine so be that. the highlight of 2020, the, the yin and the yang let's go. Well, and, and just uh, talking to my dad on the group Eagles tax there. Lot of uh, comical anti-Italian <laughs> things he was sending over about, oh, 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 about I don't ben know about Danucci, this. greasy Italians. He oh, sent wow. me the uh, he sent me a <laughs> screenshot of uh, the Pep Boys logo and said he was the middle Pep Boys logo, 
which now I can't get that visual out of my head. Feels a little racist. Uh, he, he I, I does, won't stand. For he this, does no. the Pep Boys middle. Uh, the middle Pep Boy really has a similar uh, mustache, and I think my dad's on to something. Cowboys, they've now gone back to back weeks without an offensive touchdown. So congratulations. You got Zeke locked up this for is, a long-term contract. This is, sure, this is good. I was a little bit worried we might have been stumbling into a Tony Romo or some other accidental uh, positive thing for the Cowboys, but it looks like Danucci is. Uh, I don't know. You got a good. He to, was who to we know. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Danucci, and uh, Trey Larson in the YouTube pointed out last twenty-one games: Jets seven and fourteen, Cowboys also. Seven and fourteen. So Ryan, maybe there's the Cowboys. It's gonna be a big boat you know trip what? for you guys. I used to do this. I'm I'm adding it back to the sheet, Sean. We're putting the locker back on the sheet. Okay. And we're gonna stuff we're gonna stuff the Cowboys and the Jets in the locker. Because we fade them every week. Well, and last twenty one for the Giants. Do we do we want to pull this up for them or no? Uh well, Joe Judge is four and three against the spread. So <laughs> I mean I can tell you last seven. Uh, they are five and eighteen last uh so actually yeah. almost almost worse than those teams. But Joe Judge <laughs> is different. All rise. Let's go, Sean. All rise culture indeed. You guys want to uh, all rise while you're up there. Head over to thrivefantasy.com. Get involved in some DFS player props. Ooh, man, love me some player props. We're gonna give out some player props here in just a second. And if you want to play daily fantasy, just player props, Thrive Fantasy is the place to do it. Set a salary, you just pick over and under. It's just that simple. They do um, single game. They do whole uh, NFL weekend slates. They give you twenty props. You pick your ten favorites over under. It's just that easy. And if you use our promo code SGP, hundred percent deposit match. Not too shabby over at Thrive Fantasy. Download the app. Use that promo code SGP. Prop up today, baby. ThriveFantasy.com. Kramer, mm. let's do it. Let's talk player props. All right, Sean. First touchdown. Sure, throw it out there. What do you got? So of course, it's for the Monday night game between Bucks, the Bucks Giants. Bucks Giants. If you look across the board, I, I you know I don't want to get cute. I'm gonna go with a Bucks first touchdown. First of all, I don't want. I know Garrett's pretty good at scripting those first fifteen. Uh, I'm very uh, concerned about this one. And when you dive into what Tampa might be weak at, you see, ah, maybe I attack the slot receiver, second receiver. I don't really like that for for the um, I'm sorry for the Giants. Maybe attack the slot receiver, secondary receiver. I, I don't know if I like the that. Slot. Evans, slot? I think actually that's Bradbury should do a decent job on him. <clears throat> so for me, it came down to do I go with a running back or do I just take Gronk? Gronk is dominating the red zone targets the last three games. He's led the team in red zone targets all three of those games. He's eight to one to be the first touchdown. And while it's a little short, I, I I just think it's back to I think Gronk has played his way back into game shape and Brady. I just don't think he trusts Evans yet. He trusts Gronk. He trusts Scotty Miller. Maybe Scotty Miller's the, the right choice, but I'm going Gronk at eight to one. Gronk. Uh, I I can't argue with Gronk. I like him a lot in this game, but uh, just to mix it up, I'm gonna Long. go. Cox. Go a little longer on you, Ryan. I'm going to go Tyler Johnson plus okay. 1600. Tyler Johnson back to back 
games with the touchdown, kind of getting involved. And I think he has a window here before Antonio Brown comes in and sucks up all these targets. Mike Evans, like for whatever reason, he's just not kind of the guy. Although weirdly he had that game with two one yard receiving touchdowns. I, I don't know what's happened to that, but I'm going to go Tyler Johnson at 16 to one. And uh, I, the, where we're seeing the pro my bookie uh, early doesn't have the defense called out specifically. They do have any other bucks player 20 to one. I might wait until they, they publish the bucks defense and do what I did tonight, Sean on Sunday night football, where I picked the receiver and the defense from the same team. And I hit on Rager. So I I'm going to probably double up with Gronk and the defense, because I think that, you know, we, we know what Danny dimes does with the football. All right. Prop number one, Sean. Yep. Lay it on me, Ryan. Ronald Jones will have over nine and a half receiving yards. The giants are not good defending the running back in the passing game period. Uh, this I, I do worry a little bit about Fournette's share of the snaps, but this is one catch. So over nine and a half receiving yards mm. for Ronald Jones. It feels like a Super Bowl where you're just playing one guy, one catch. And of course, I I mean, how does Ronald know the only way Ronald Jones doesn't get over nine and a half receiving yards if he doesn't have a catch? Yeah. Bruce Arians, though, has kind of said Leonard Fournette is their nickel back, meaning he's gonna be out there for passing situations. But Ronald Jones should get a target, should get a look. Ronald Jones is just better than Fournette. Scotty Miller over three and a half catches. Okay. That's plus one hundred. I mean, I, I'm with you because he's, I, he's just a scrappy dude that's gonna get those catches. Well, man. and when you look at the Giants, thirty uh, second against the slot receiver in the National the Football slot. League, how's the slot? I attacked it with the yardage over forty six and a half receiving yards. So I'm also on a Scotty Miller problem. So you're going to over forty six and a half. All right, that makes sense. This one to me is easy. I, I know. There's going to be some, they're going to get the running game a little bit, but Brady just likes to pick you apart right now. He's dialed in Brady over 24 and a half completions. It, it's just too easy. And then the last one I'll give you uh, Daniel Jones over 25 and a half rushing yards. He's gone over this total four out of five. And I think the more this team and he comes to realize what, what, what's going on out there, you got to scramble, you got to scramble a little bit. And like I said, he's gone. Uh, he's gone like forty something, forty something, eighty something, ninety something. So he, it, they're really start. He's starting to figure it out. Uses legs more. <laughs> twenty five and a half yards over on the rushing total. This is uh, and shout out to my bookie dad AG promo code SGP. They they've uh, they in their vast catalog of player props. They yep. offer some head to heads, and I was oh no, I was going through those, and uh, this one I really like. Leonard Fournette more rushing yards than Wayne Goldman at minus one fifty. Now I know Fournette may be involved in the passing game, whatever, but Goldman just sucks as a runner. And I don't mean to step on your close buddy or sh who wished you a happy birthday, Ryan. But I, I just think Fournette and it, you're pl you're paying minus one fifty. But how does Fournette not have more rushing yards than Wayne Goldman? Well, if you feel as disrespected as I do. One of the things you could do is you could bury your uh, your tears into a DJ's prop of Wayne Gallman over 120 rushing yards <laughs> and two touchdowns. No Giants win with that one. 280, uh, 283 to one. Not what I'm going to be throwing oh out as my DJ's only. John, by the way, I have a selection here of DJ props because there's so many. Uh, what I ended up settling on is not like 
crazy long. Like I'll give you, if you're a giants fan and you want to have some fun, what you do is you take the Sterling shepherd to have 150 receiving yards and two touchdowns at 200. Okay. So that's your DJ's no. only prop bucks. No, because I'm the Giants are going to be do nothing tomorrow. Do absolutely nothing. No, no chance. So to give win this us game. the Ronald only Jones, problem. 120 rushing yards and two touchdowns. 22. Hashtag Dejans only. 22 to one. 22 to one. Yeah. Is that? Uh, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna come with a Giants prop, you're just burning your money. No, but I, I feel like we need to give people uh, to me a Dejans only prop is 50. 50 to one and more. That's right. how I define parlay Gronk to have two touchdowns in Tampa Bay to win, which is 10 to one with Ronald Jones over 120 and two touchdowns, 22 to one. All right. Well, I'll give you a more realistic one. It's 75 to one Gronk, 150 yards and two touchdowns. See, I, I, the yardage scares me. That's a lot yeah, of that's yards. Why, for Gronk. That's why he's, that's why it's 75 to one, that's a lot of yards for Gronk. All it takes is Gronk to break one of these. But if I was good, no, so what is your official DJ? DM only prop? me if you want some more. Uh, What's your official Ronald DJ Jones? Only? 120 yards, two touchdowns, 22 to one. Okay, that's not really a DJ's only prop though. Hashtag DJ's only. Oh, a C note on it. Not a bad Monday. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, put together a NFL showdown lineup for the Monday night site. Before we do, I want to shout out Ace per head, baby. Ever thought about starting your own sports book? All your buddies talking about all the money that they're losing. They're losing to some <laughs> other guy. That other guy could be you. That's right. Now is the perfect time to start a small business. Make 2020 your year to get your sports book going. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Very simple. Sign up there. They give you your own website. Very easy. They set the lines. They grade the lines. All you gotta do, find the customers. Acepread.com slash SGP. Acepread.com slash SGP. Up to six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. Ryan, who do you got in the captain's well, spot? I'm, I'm staying with the theme, Gronk. You made fun of my 10 Cosine. to 1 DGEN's prop of uh, Gronk to put two touchdowns in. But no, that, uh, DGEN's prop is not 10 to 1, right? We have to put, define DGEN's prop. If you put is, maybe a, you know, a stack of high society on it, then you're a DGEN. No. I also have Gronk as the as the uh, prop oh, ed. I mean, he's involved in the red zone. The captain. He's, uh, yeah, I got him in the captain's spot. He's my DGEN only. It's a lock. I also got uh, Brady as my quarterback. He's Don't. a good quarterback. I went quarterback. It's a baby list. fucking wheel, man. Interesting strategy. I went uh, Ronald Jones in the second spot. Okay. I do think that he's going to have a game against the against the Giants. See, I went double quarterback. I got Danny mm. Dimes at ninety two hundred. He's I my only Giant, and oh. I I think the rushing yards make him kind of valuable. Then I went Scotty Miller. Okay. Really I'm also like, really I'm like also on Scotty Miller. Bucks it, defense, eighty six hundred. Yep, Bucks defense for seventy four hundred touchdown. Wow, coming. that is crazy. Touchdown coming. That is crazy for a DraftKings defense to be seventy four hundred. Have you watched this defense play? Yeah, they're, they're good. Murder this offensive line. This is the Sean. I wrote it down because I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess it up. But the Giants are thirty uh, second in line yards. 32nd in line yard line yards against the number two team in line yards with the Bucks and number two rush defense. This is just a it's a bloodbath waiting to happen. They got Nindamakinsu might hurt someone. 
so uh, next up, Shepard. I I think there's a chance. I will be on my crazy Shepard prop. I think there's a chance. There is a weakness in this Bucks defense for for a receiver to get off. Uh, so I went Shepard sixty six hundred. Leonard Fournette. I also have here sixty two hundred. I think he could be involved in the passing game. And uh, yeah, last guy for me, Evan Ingram. Revenge spot. Evan Ingram. Uh, look, here's what kills me. The, the Wait, why is he? Why is it a revenge spot? Was he drafted by the Bucks or something? No, like revenge, so he doesn't get taken on the boat and murdered by all. Oh, but Giants why would they do that? I mean, the the Giants welcome shitty players with open arms. They the. I mean, have you watched? Have you seen Gettleman's strategy? He's yeah, not in yeah. trouble. So he, he he's not on the hot seat. Oh, what? There's no Evan, accountability Evan, in the Evan, Joe Evan, Judge era. Evan Ingram. Oh, stop it. Evan Ingram's on the hot seat. What Evan, hot seat? Evan Ingram. They're not trading 5, him. Fifty-eight hundred. They said Here, they're not trading. Here's the. Pro- oh, they're protecting the player. Here, here's the problem. <laughs> the matchup. When you look at the matchup, you have to play the tight end for the Giants. You can play Caden Smith. Maybe that's the smarter move. Caden Smith to two, get two touchdowns. That's a fun DGen prop. Anyway, Evan Ingram, fifty-eight hundred. My final player, Cameron Brait. He That's gets some, he gets some interesting red zone looks, and he's only fourteen hundred dollars. Plus, you do a lot of other. Uh, he is also a recent TB twelve adopter. So yes, it's open a mouth baby kissing. Fucking wheel, man. Tom seems to like to slip him some avocados <laughs> there while making out with him. <laughs> wow, what a week eight, Ryan! If this didn't get uh, you to rate review, and well, if you're listening to this right now, it's probably still time to get in a review for. Merch Monday. Maybe, yeah. Again, I've been pulling uh, reviews from our uh, iTunes feed, and you can just get that uh, Sports Gambling Podcast, Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review or a four star review. Best of luck winning Merch Monday with a four star review. <laughs> I have a feeling that won't work out for you, but uh, pick some of the favorite reviews. I tweet them out at Gambling Podcast. If it's yours, you win a uh, you win some free merch. And. and by- and by the way, Sean, we didn't even tout how the 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 wicked uh, awesome college run we're on too. So, or yeah. at least me. Maybe it's more of just a. Well, I I did hit my bonus lock, and uh, I swept the locks this weekend. If you just parlayed my locks, you, I I put one. Air Force in my locks. Shouldn't have done that because I bet a ton on Michigan you, State. You so. love America. I get it. I do. I get sucked in by the service academies and the great folks and the Air Force. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. We did it, Ryan. Continue to dominate against the spread, and we're doing it all for free. All the awesome content on our website completely free. Our entire podcast network completely fucking free. The content train keeps rolling along, keeps giving you winners week after week. All we ask is, uh, yeah, support the uh, sponsors where appropriate, and subscribe to the prod- podcast. Spread the word. Tell people. Get the word of mouth is how this thing yeah. is growing and staying alive. And appreciate everyone uh, doing what they can to uh, turn people onto the podcast for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Go Giants tomorrow night, Sean Kramer. Let it ride. <laughs>